Welcome to LMK How. I'm Lauren. I work in the PR space and love immersing my life with knowledge from mental health to wellness to beauty, along with all other things trendy. LMK House started because I worked in the podcast industry and discovered a love for all kinds of podcasts. As an Enneagram 7, creating a podcast where I interview people from all different industries while also including solo episodes about the things that interest me sounded like a great opportunity to make a podcast of my own. You can find LMK How anywhere that you listen to podcasts. I'm stoked to have you here. Ariel Thompson is a young music industry professional from Los Angeles with big dreams and aspirations to change the narrative of the music industry one day. With major goals to make something of herself in the music industry, she took leading steps along the way to get where she is today. She attended college at San Diego State University and graduated with a bachelor's in public relations. Throughout college, Ariel did a variety of public relations internships to gain experience in her field before graduation. She has worked with countless artists in electronic dance music, along with doing public relations for EDM festivals. Now, she is working her way to collaborate with a larger and more diverse scale of artists at a major label. In the future, Ariel hopes to become a top music executive and create a safe space where artists can have their stories told and make their dreams come true along with her own. First question I want to ask you is, what's something that you do every day for yourself? So something I do every day for myself is I really like to watch Netflix every single day. I am really into, like, I feel like everyone, when they answer this question, they're like, I like to do yoga. I like to work out. Like, I do not like to do that. So I like to get really invested in, like, TV shows and just kind of, like, binge watch Netflix, like, all night. Like, literally, I'll do, like... 10 episodes in one night and I don't know I feel like like watching tv is kind of like my escape from like the real world a little bit like because it is just kind of virtually like I honestly am not really a big fan of working out I really don't like it and I just like to chill and listen to music and like yeah like decompress at the end of the day like I or like I guess another thing would be like I like to put on like DJ sets and like listen to it and kind of just like get in my own headspace and like turn on like my salt lamp and light some candles and like get in my own little like bubble for the night. Um, what kind of DJ sets do you like? To um, to? well, my favorite DJ is Seven Lions and it will always be my favorite DJ. So I really like to listen to a lot of throwback sets, especially sets that. I got to see in person. I I like re-listening to them because I kind of can envision myself there again, like at EDC or just like kind of, I don't know. I can just see myself like actually being there. And I feel like that's really important to like reminisce on memories like that, especially right now. So that's kind of like, it's cool to kind of take myself out of reality for a second and like just by listening to music. Um, being able to listen to like certain DJs. But I guess like the mostly I listen to like Seven Lions or like Old Avicii, Swedish House Mafia, um, and a lot of like Armin Van Buren. That's more of like EDM. And I guess for like hip hop, I love watching like Camp Vlogna, like YouTube recordings. Like 
the Kid Cudi and Kanye West set is like one of my favorites. I always rewatch that a lot. So yeah, just certain artists, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, and what's it like working in the music industry? Working in the music industry is honestly a dream come true. I've wanted this for so long. Like, I honestly think I came out of the womb wanting to work in music and it's just always been a part of me. Um, I went to concerts growing up and I, I just, music has always been like my thing. Like I wasn't good at sports or anything like that. And I'm not really good at like playing instruments. I'm just good at listening to music and analyzing it. And so that's kind of like my hobby, but I, yeah, I guess, I don't know. Working in the music industry is honestly just a dream come true. Cause I've like thought about it every single day since I was like a little kid, like working in the music industry and it's hard. It's not easy, but it's definitely like really fulfilling, especially when you get an artist that you're really, really, really passionate about. It's really cool to watch them grow and be a part of it. For sure. And what would you say to like someone who wants to get into the music industry, like maybe out of college or not even in college? Yeah, it's so crazy because (laughs) I when I used to like interview people when I wrote for like blogs and stuff, I would ask them that question. So it's really funny that like you're asking me this question because it's like, I don't know, that's always a question I've always like wanted to hear from people too. But the advice that I would give to someone who's like working to work in the music industry or like trying to build a way to work in the music music industry is to not give up. And even though like there are really, really critical people in the field, you be confident, you can't sweat the little things and you can't take things personal. I'm still like learning how to do that, but it's just kind of like, you just have to know who you are and be who you are. Like you got to be yourself because people will see right through you being fake and no one likes that at all in the music industry. Like, especially in the field that I work in, I mean, everyone will just know it right off the bat. If you're not being yourself, I guess like just being authentic is like, you just got to be you and ride with it and be happy and be sure of yourself <laughs> and make sure you want it because this it ain't easy out here in the streets. So <laughs> it really ain't easy out here. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like we went to college together. We took classes together. Obviously we're on different paths now, but like, how did you get like into working into like the, like, how did you like start working for the company that you work for now like like I remember you were writing articles so like what was like the a b c okay like, so to that? when I I guess if we were to go back to when we were at SDSU like when I was in college I when I transferred to SDSU so I was a little older than everyone else like around me especially my graduating class and when I first transferred to SDSU I wanted to be a news anchor And then I got in front of the camera and I was like, I do not want to do this. I hate this. Like, I'm too awkward, so I can't do it. And so then I just started, like, I was going to a lot of music festivals during that time. And I just started writing 
for a blog because my boyfriend wrote for one. He's like, you should just do this. It's so fun. You'll get to interview all these DJs and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, yeah, like I'll try that. And then I ended up loving it. I, I felt like I was on tour. It was so crazy because I was at a festival or a show almost every weekend. And instead of going to frat parties, I was at a rave basically. And like, I didn't really like, I didn't really invest myself so much into college. I invested myself into music festivals and that kind of like made me who I am now and being so passionate about music. Um, so yeah, I was like writing for a, a blog and then I, I wrote for a couple blogs, honestly. And then I stopped doing that and I worked for, after college, I worked for a PR company for like literally three months. It was like not, I don't know, it just wasn't for me. And then I was just job hunting on Facebook. Like I just posted on this like music industry career networking group. I was like, I have a lot of experience blogging. I know how to write. I really want to do PR. Um, let me know if anyone's hiring. Also, when I was in college, I did a lot of like music PR internships. I interned at a company called Reflector PR. Shout out to Nina Travers. She's my girl. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, I learned so much from her and she, I literally interned for her for over like a year. And it, it, I didn't even care that like, I wasn't like employed by them. I was like, I just need experience and I'm actually learning. So like when people hate on unpaid internships, I'm like, that is experience that you are getting that is gonna take you so far. So it's honestly so worth it to do an unpaid internship. I feel like it depends on like the unpaid internship. Like if it's really like working for the company or like the niche, like thing like job opportunity that you're trying to go for then yeah. it's worth it like you said oh yeah if you're like running and getting coffee for people unpaid absolutely not like I would not do that but like if you're actually in the field you're doing you're like working and it, I guess in music like if you're like going to shows interacting with artists and like it's like why not just do it that's experience you know but um so then after that after graduation, I worked that PR job that only lasted like three months. And then I looked on Facebook and I was like just posting around and this girl just like literally slid in the DMs and was like, hey, I think you'd be perfect for this position at this record label. Um, you should definitely do it. And I was like, oh my God, this is my dream record label to work for. Like I have to do this. And so I just like sent my resume into the HR person. I was like, I literally am shooting my shot. I'm shooting for the stars right now. Cause this is like the top of the top. So I just did it. And then I got really lucky and I, I don't know. It was like, I felt like it was a blink of an eye when it happened because I was so like nervous, anxious, excited, stressed. And I was like, this is just like, I don't even know. I don't even know who is wishing good luck on me, but like, I'm so happy it happened because I'm like a little bit over a year in and I've learned so much. It's so great. Definitely. What was like the interview process like? Oh God. Okay. So the interview process was so long. It, so I applied and then I didn't hear back for like three weeks. Like I just sent my email 
And I was like, oh, they didn't respond to me. Like, whatever. It's not going to happen. Maybe later in life, I guess. And then I got an email three weeks later and she was like, I would like to set up a phone interview. And I was like, oh my God. And I was at this time, I was honestly really depressed because I couldn't find a job at all. And I was like, I literally have a bachelor's degree and I just can't find anything. I have all this experience and I have nowhere to go. I'm like living at my parents' house in my hometown where like none of my high school friends are there anymore. And it was, it was weird. It was so weird. Like I, I was not into it. And so, um, so then she set up a phone interview and I thought I did so bad during the phone interview because I was so nervous and you can hear in my voice how nervous I was. And I remember at the end of the interview, like I just felt like I was not confident at all. And at the end of the interview, I told the girl interviewing me, I was like, I just really want you to know, I really, really want this job. Like I will do anything to have this job. And she kind of like laughed a little and was like, okay, like we'll like be sure to get back to you. And I was like, okay, like I probably didn't get it, but like, whatever. At least I told her I wanted it. Like I tried, you know? And then literally like two days later, I got a call and they're like, we want to do like a second phone interview. And I was like, oh my God, like a second interview at like my dream job. Oh my God. Like if I don't get it, at least I made it this far. And so then I did a a second phone interview and I was like a little more confident during that one. I was like, cause they were kind of just like, it was more about like how much do you want to get paid and like negotiating a salary and I was like, what's a salary? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, I'm a sir. I was a server for so long. Like, I don't know what a salary is. Like, and I don't know. I just like, they like told me the number and I was just like, oh my God, like, that's like the most anyone in my family has ever made. Like, this is so crazy. And then they're like, okay, well, we want you to come in and have an interview with your boss. And so I was like, okay. Oh God, this is so scary. And I remember I like went into the building of where I work and I walked in and I just like, was like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm here. Like, this is so crazy. And I was, I like printed a portfolio of all of my work. I literally tried to be little Miss Perfect. Like, I was like, I have to get this job. Like I am two interviews in, I'm on my third, I'm meeting my boss. Like I have to have to be there. Like no, there's no there's other option. No other but option. To get this like job. this is what I went to college for. This is what I dreamed of since I was a little kid. Literally since I was a little kid. And so I'm like, I remember during my interview, my boss got like pulled into a meeting like before. So I had to wait over an hour and a half. And I was just like so nervous. I literally was like sweating. I had like a paper towel with me, like patting my face. <laughs> it's like a mess. And then I remember like the girl sitting at the receptionist desk was like, are you okay? Do you need water? I'm like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I'm just so nervous. And she's like, it's okay. Just like, calm down. Like you're fine. And I was like, calm down. Like I can't calm down. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, God. And so then, <laughs> so then um, my boss's assistant at the time came downstairs and I was like, is Ariel here? Like, we're ready for you. And I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, it's showtime. And so I, like, went in the elevator 
And I walked out of the elevator and literally like right as I walked out of the elevator, there's this mural of um, like Travis, I think it's Travis Scott and at Coachella or it's like a rapper at Coachella. Um, but it's like his back facing the elevator. So I can't tell who it is. And it's like um, just perfor- a performance at Coachella. And so I walk out and that's like the first thing I see. And then I turn to my left and I see a mural of Dr. Dre and I'm like, oh my God, like this is so intimidating. And then I'm like following the assistant to my boss's office. And I was like, hi, I'm Ariel. And I am not even joking. I like literally felt like just such so comfortable in my interview with her. Like all my nerves went away right when I saw my boss's face and we just clicked right away. Like I gave her my portfolio and she just was like, I'm so impressed with you. Like, I really loved your resume. And I was like, you did like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Like you read it. (laughs) And I just like had all of my like press releases, like printed out. And yeah, she was just, we just talked about music. She was just like, what kind of music do you like? And I was like, well, I go to a lot of raves. I like like dance music, electronic, but I also really like hip hop. Like I like, I really like old hip hop. And we started talking about like um, Jay-Z and Kanye West's tour, Watch the Throne. I was like, I went to every single night in LA. And she was just like, are you kidding me? Like, how old were you? Like 14? I was like, yes. And I was there. Like, (laughs) and and she was just like, that is so crazy. Like, oh my God. She's like, how did your mother let you go? And I was like, she didn't like at all. I just went. I was like, I lied. I snuck out and I went and that was the best (laughs) nights of my life. But I don't know. I, I was just really like, I just talked about like how Music has always been a part of my life. Like this was my dream label to work for. And I, I, I just say, if I didn't get this, I would be like, what am I doing with my life? You know, like why, why would I say I want to work in the music industry if I can't even land a job at my dream company? Like, that's crazy, you know? Especially if like the opportunities, like it, like that was like, a sign that like you really were yeah. meant to do this it's for so your career. crazy because sometimes I get really really hard on myself like at work and just like with some of the things I do I sometimes do even to this day like second guess myself a lot like I'm still really fresh and then I'm still learning so much and like learning how to be confident and like learning how to like I take charge on my own and I'm like a genuinely a really nice person and it's like hard to learn how to be like stern because I am I feel like in college, I I was like such a people pleaser. And I was like, oh my God, like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. But like now I like, I won't survive in the music industry if I'm like that. And I'm like still learning how to not be like that. So it's it's hard, (laughs) but yeah. Do you feel like you're like one of the few females or is it basically like a, is it pretty like even with like girls to guys? Like like, what's it like on that aspect? Are you talking about like the industry as a whole or like just my company that I work for? It's your company. So my Okay. So my company, we're like super diverse. Like I was really, really shocked, honestly, because I thought like, oh, this is going to be like mostly males, but a lot of women are in charge there and they are taking charge. And a lot of like black women are in charge. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I love this because it's like, 
I get to learn by all these like really strong women and like I don't know it's just I feel like it's literally a person from everywhere in the world works at my company it's so cool because it's like you just meet all these different kinds of people and you're like wow like this is such a diverse place like I feel like when you're in college like your professors talk about like oh you want to work in a diverse atmosphere and then to actually be in one is so cool because you're learning so much from other people and then hearing their stories on how they grew up and like their connection to music it's just like it's so life-changing it's so cool because just everyone has a story like no matter where they're from you know what are some things that you've learned from like your female boss in the music industry in this position so she has on so when I okay when I first started like so once I finally got the job I I don't know if I was like starstruck or just like really like intimidated I don't really know what was happening with me but I just like was really 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 nervous to work there and to the point where like I didn't sleep and I like I just thought so much about like are these people gonna like me are they like how can I be confident in this position if like I'm like so fresh like it's it was just so weird like being so fresh and then working at like such like an intense place because it's like just graduated college and this is like no sleep eat breathe eat music whatever the saying is I don't even know but um (laughs) and but she just taught me like my boss is very calm and just like she's really like good at she's just really good at like being herself and just like just being real like she's just a real person and she just taught me like nothing is ever that serious like it's like yeah you just gotta get your work done but like you're gonna figure it out like it's always gonna get figured out kind of thing like there's no reason to sit there and stress about it and like beat yourself up because like if there's a will there's a way kind of thing and my like when we were working in the office like I would always just sit in my boss's office with her because I just liked being around her. Like I like watching her work and stuff because it's just like, and we would just like work together and we ended up getting really close. Like she's literally like, this is so weird to say, but she's like my industry mom. Like I like love her so much. And I don't know, she just, we would just talk and talk and talk about things. And like, she just taught me like that, no matter how hard the job is like there's never reason to be fake you don't need to be fake like you're gonna do your best if you're the best version of yourself like and i would just see my boss and she just walks in like so confident and like so ready to like tackle the day no matter what happens and like my boss got hired literally a month before i did and so we both started at like the same time and so it was really cool to see her like walk in with like just like this energy of like I'm the boss like this I came from this experience and I'm ready to like rock this you know and so she kind of like taught me how to like how to develop ways to like be confident in especially in front of like a room of people or like when I'm like talking to management and stuff like that so and she's just like given me she's just thrown a lot of opportunities at me to like it's kind of like 
Um, I don't, I'm not sure exactly what the saying is, but like, it's like when you throw like a baby in a water and you just like let it sink or swim kind of thing. Like, I literally feel like she did that to me. She was just like, figure it out. Like, that's it. And I was like, okay, like I got this. And then I just kind of like did, but like, I'm so thankful she did that because I wouldn't be able to like have figured it out like any other way, you know, it's kind of she just gave me things to do. Do you think it's like a mindset within the company or just within like the relationship between the two of you? Because I can imagine that since she was just hired before you were, that it was kind of like a learning experience for both. Yeah, of you. I feel like it definitely was like a learning experience for both of us. Like, I don't, I'm not sure if it's just like the whole company does that. Um, I don't, I honestly have never really asked any other coordinators if they're like, kind of run things on their own like that. But I think it is separated in different departments. I think every department kind of does their own thing and has like their own kind of like, not rules, but like rules or guidelines of like how to get their job done in the best way. Um, But yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's like the whole company, but like, I wouldn't imagine it wouldn't be any different because everyone there is like really successful. And like, I feel like that, I feel like that honestly is the best way to learn. It's just like kind of teaching yourself because it's like, there's no guidebook on person in the music industry. Like you just make the position what it is and you just thrive in that position, you know? This is so exciting. This is so cool to like learn about all of this. My gosh, I can't believe we're even talking about this. Like, I feel like you feel like you're still having a surreal moment. Like, I feel like as your friend, I'm having a surreal moment because this is like everything we ever talked about you doing and you're literally. I know it's so weird. I feel like like I feel like in college, I definitely like I walked into SDSU hot and heavy and I was like, I'm going to work in the music industry. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that, that, that. And I feel like no one really believed me. And then they actually saw me do it. And now like people like hit me up on LinkedIn all the time. They're all like, Hey Ariel, like just wondering if you're hiring. And I'm like, no, I am not. <laughs> like I don't hire, first of all, I don't even hire people. So <laughs> that's not my ideal, but like, it's just funny because it's like a lot of people, when I like said, I was like, yeah, I want to be like in billboards, women in music one day, like people are like, what? Like, oh okay like sure whatever and now I'm like well I'm actually on the road to do that so it's like kind of it's just like really weird but I almost have always had a feeling that like I can do this and like I've always known I wanted to do this so like I'm I'm surprised but I'm like also more like excited rather than like I don't know it's more like I've just always wanted this so it's like I'm just not really gonna sleep until it happens kind of thing when you say that you chose to go to like raves over frat parties it's kind of like not only were you having fun at the raves I assume but um like you were learning from your experiences like like that was like a way that you were able to get into the music industry even if it was just like as an observer yeah and like I guess what really made me like fall in love with like really wanting to work in music is like, obviously like my parents are really into music and like, this was like my mom's dream, even though like, it's kind of different. I mean, like my mom wanted to be like Ryan Seacrest. I'm like, no. 
Like, <laughs> I'm like, Allison, calm down. Like, you cannot. <laughs> but, um, but my parents just like always took me to concerts. And then when, um, especially when I like started getting older and like when I was like 17, I snuck into my first rave and I was like, I'm not even old enough to be here. Like, whatever. And I just would like, I don't know. I would just take risks. Like I like would be that person sneaking backstage, like sorry, insomniac events, but I did it like, and that's how I met people. Like, and it's just like, I know it's not like the most ideal situation. And I know it's really hard to do now, but like, you just gotta take your chances. Like there, this life is way too short. So it's like, if you don't, you're, it's not gonna happen. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know, but when I really like noticed I wanted to work in music is like when I would meet these artists and like ask them questions. Like I would just be like, what made you want to like work in music? Like, why do you like music? Like what, like, what has this done for you? And I, I just remember when I met Seven Lions, that was like such a pivotal moment in my life because like, I just, I was like, I like walked up to him and I was like nervously drinking that night and do not recommend, like, don't do that. But I was like, oh my God, I'm like backstage. I'm like about to meet seven lines. Like, this is like my literal dream come true. And I walked up to him and like, I literally had this like script, like planned out in my head. And right when I got in front of him, I forgot everything I was going to say. <laughs> it was just like, I love you. Like, that's all I said. <laughs> and he was just like, oh, yeah, like, love you too. And I was like, no, no, no. Like, and I just started crying. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I really want to talk to you. But like, I don't even know how to put it into words because I've been, there's been so many things I've been wanting to say to you as an artist for so long. And now I'm like, finally here. And he like, kind of started laughing. And he was like, well, we could talk like, we're here I have all night kind of thing and I was and that was just like so cool that he like took a moment to like talk to me when like he really didn't have to do that at all and I just told him I was like your music is the reason why I like want to be a part of this and like your music is like like literally like helped me believe that like I can do this you know and I can work in the music industry and like it's anything is like possible because his music and, and just like dance music in general, like makes you feel so good and like so confident, like so confident. Were there any like tips maybe from some like artists or just people in the industry before you were in the industry that they gave you when you were like, I want to do this? Yeah, kind of like, mm. Not really for like what I wanted to do specifically. Cause when I would like interview DJs, I would ask them like, oh, what's it some advice like you would want to give people? And they're like, it, they gave advice more for like people who do production. And I'm like, I cannot make music. So like, I have no idea what you're saying, but like, cool. I'll write it in my blog, like whatever. <laughs> but like, I guess my mentors like in publicity, they would just tell me like, I guess just never give up and just like kind of just like you got to be really passionate about it if you you got to really want it kind of thing and like it's almost like everyone that I worked for was like always like weirdly like not with me specifically but like with people working under them like always double checked like 
you really want this, right? Because like, this is going to be a roller coaster of a ride. Like this isn't going to be easy. And I'm like, yeah, I really want this. Like I'm ready, you know? And it was kind of weird, like going through that in college, because I feel like there were some people who wanted to work in the music industry, but like, they didn't really know what really goes into it. Like they, people just say like, I want to work in music. And I'm like, okay, well, how are you going to get there? Kind of thing. Like people don't really know how they're going to get there. And I feel like a lot of people think it's really easy and that it's not hard, you know, like, and it, it's just like, it is really hard and it's definitely not easy at all. Like, I don't know, you got to be at the right place at the right time and you have to have experience to back it up kind of thing. Definitely. I mean, there's only so many like positions that can be yeah, filled. Literally, and- literally, there's literally only so many like positions and like, I feel like my time at the company I work for, I realized like there's a special kind of people that work in the music industry, not in a bad way, but in a really, really good way. Like these people are so driven and so like, just like, you can just tell, like they just really have lived their lives for this. And it's really cool being around like, like like-minded people like that every single day. Well, I mean, we're not in person right now, which sucks, but like when we were in the office, like being able to like look to whoever's sitting to my left and like talk about music and talk about like things that they like and sharing our interests while like working together and then like collaborating on a project together in person it was like it was like so crazy it was like a light bulb going off in your mind and then like you're connecting electricity with like someone else and then it's like this really cool thing that's like happening so yeah it was I don't know I miss going in the office because zoom is just not the same at all I just I keep saying it's so exciting because it is yeah it is (laughs) but it's just like like everything you do, not only does it feel awesome to be doing this work every day and being able to call it your career, but also like putting it out to the public, like the things you're working on and seeing like, like the ROI, maybe yeah. even like seeing like the reactions, like how people feel from the things you guys are putting. Yeah, out. I know. And it's like, it's really cool, like working on a project and putting like literally your heart and soul into something like helping like another person with something or just whatever, just like being behind the scenes on it and then seeing it come to life and then seeing like people's reactions, like to a certain song or certain album EP, whatever, like, it's like, Oh my gosh, like this is so cool because it's like, it's been like anticipated and like built up energy for so long. And then when it's finally like, released out to everyone you're like wow people actually like it like like everything that we like wanted you know so yeah it's very fulfilling (laughs) like all the hard work is like very at the end of the day it's like very fulfilling and you're like okay it's all worth it you know no matter how many times I cried or like was like I can't do this like at the end of the day it's like so worth it no matter what Yes. And do you ever like, I don't know, maybe like in pre-COVID times, like maybe you like heard a song or saw like a billboard and you're like, I was part of that. And it's just like, what did that feel like? Yeah. Like, um, yeah. So one of the artists I got to work with, he released an album this year 
And once that album got released and then seeing like everything that surrounded that, I was just like, okay, that was like one of the first biggest projects I've ever been on. And just like seeing that happen, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so cool because like I was one of those people that like got to help with it, you know, and I got to like be a part of changing his life as an artist, literally changing his life and like building his career. So it was like, it was just really awesome to kind of like see his vision like connect with our vision and then like we put it into like one big thing and then it like everyone likes it you know so yeah it's like it was I don't know it was pretty like surreal that that happened like I mean obviously I like kind of knew it was gonna happen but like seeing it actually happen for your first time like I feel like your first big release you get to work on is like so cool because you're like oh my god here we are the game they're they're going (laughs) you always remember your first yeah literally yeah (laughs) you actually do it's so crazy like I feel like when especially like working in music you remember your first everything you remember the first time you got yelled at you remember like the first thing you messed up on you remember the first thing you did really well on like yeah I don't know there's a first for everything (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like also just like the passion that you have and just the surreal energy of like working at the company that you've like dreamed of working at since you were little. It's kind of just like it all just like like you said, no matter like the tears and like the stress, the nights of no sleep, it's like at the end of the day, it's like you are contributing to something and like like it's just I don't know it's kind of like you when you work for someone it's like yes I know that like I work for you but to know that the work you are doing is helping them to increase their following to reach their highest like dreams when like you know they're talented you know they have potential but like you need this like background work to get like to that point so it's just yeah I feel like like when yeah like exactly how you said like all this work is like changing another person's life but it's also changing like your life too you know like especially if you like want to work in music like because all the work you're putting into like your first artist you're gonna do better on your next one I feel like and you're gonna like learn from that every project you get like I don't know I I don't know for everyone but I feel like for me like every project that I've gotten to like help with I've like learned from my mistakes from that one I'm like okay like now I know the good things to bring from this project onto the next one you know and even like internally too like I feel like everything that I'm like like, okay, like, working with my boss in particularly, like, she, she's already, like, at the top, and she's, like, has a lot of dreams, too, with, like, what she wants to do, but, like, I'm sure when she was my age, she, like, dreamed about being an executive in music, and it's, like, she's taking a chance on me to, like, fulfill my dream one day to, like, be an executive in music and, like, be able to be, like, a point person for a record label, you know, and it's, like, 
it's really cool when like that happens because it's like it it's really like wow such like a powerful such inspiring person is like take like literally like rolling the dice taking a chance on me they don't know like what kind of person I could have been like and she's just like putting all of her trust in me thank god <laughs> but it's just like I don't know it's really cool because I feel like when you put an energy to change people's lives they'll change yours like right back just naturally so I don't know what you put in is what you get yes and also I feel like there's like um more and more like I feel like I see this I guess you can call it a trend of people like saying like there's room for everyone and like everyone is bringing each other up with them instead of being like catty or like jealous like because I feel like you can find so much success and like there's room for everyone to have the success and to share it to like share these experiences to share like their passion and to like keep growing into like whatever career position like is their highest yeah there's a really good quote well I don't know if it's a quote I don't know my boyfriend told me it but he basically (laughs) he was like I don't know this has just always stuck with me like my whole time is that there's enough room for everyone to eat and it's so true there is enough room for everyone to eat you just gotta like work for what you want to eat kind of thing you know and it's like you're not just gonna get a plate of food just because you want it you gotta work for it you know so it's like I don't know um yeah that always like stuck with me is like there, like some people like there will be like egos and stuff like that and you're just like there's enough room you just gotta like prove yourself you know and you gotta like just I don't know you just gotta be like I should deserve to be here too you know why shouldn't you like deserve to be there I feel like when we were in college together, there was like a lot of people. And like you said, you're always like, I want to be in the music industry. And like some people took you seriously. Some people didn't. I want to say that the people who did take you seriously are like me and who are still here, still friends. (laughs) And (laughs) yes, we graduated together. Side note. And (laughs) literally sat next to each other. Literally sat next to each other. Yes. That was the best. I saw that photo. I know. Me too. Yes. Yes. I looked. I that night, the night before I went to EBC and drove back that morning. Yes. Yeah, yes. That is the dedication. <laughs> literally. That was actually insane. Like, I don't even think I would be able to do that today. <laughs> right. But that was like, you know, you're like the attitude of like, just make it happen. Like, make it work. Um, How is your... It was like say? I manifested. <laughs> Exactly. I was thinking that too. <laughs> um, how has your like social circle and like the people you keep close to, how has it changed from when you first started in the music industry to where you are now? I don't know. Cause like, honestly, I started my journey in college, but sometimes I think of college and I'm like, I probably had a handful of real friends in college, including you, but, um, a lot of the people I met in college were just kind of like flies on the wall. Like I don't talk to any of them anymore. So it's like, and they did, it was like right when I graduated, they just like, don't, it's like they deleted my number or something. Like, I don't even know. And they just like only have me on social media, which is, I, I honestly think is really weird. Like if you're not going to be my friend, don't follow me like kind of thing. 
it's like why do you need to know about my life if you're like not gonna take the time to say what's up like that's weird um but my I feel like my immediate circle hasn't really changed too much I think it's or I guess like it's I have the same friends from like college like you and then like Megan obviously and like a couple other people but in like Austria I feel like even though Austria my boyfriend didn't even go to STSU I feel like he was still kind of there because he like came down all the time and he knew all my friends there so it was like he's kind of like in my circle to do <laughs> but I feel like it's cool because now I feel like I have more of like professional friends like like genuine friendships yeah like like I feel like I, a lot of the people I work with that I've become close with they are not scared to tell me straight up like how things are and if I'm messing up they have like they will tell me kind of thing and I think that really means they like care about you a lot and they want you to be the best that you can and at first I did not take it like that I was like oh my god they hate me like oh my god I don't even know what to do and I don't know but now like a year in I'm kind of starting to realize like okay these people really care about me and like they really care about me as a person they see how passionate I am and like they want to be my friend and be like my mentor you know and they're like I don't know it doesn't have to be so like separated like they, it can just all be they just can be in your life you know like they don't have to be like just your coworker, you know like so I guess like my circles just expanded but more in like a mature way not like in college where it's like oh I have like so many other friends and like different sororities different clubs blah 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 like it's not really like that it's more like like the people who are in my life now they're there because they care about me kind of thing like I care yes. about them kind of like yes I can also imagine that when you guys are working on projects together um that you do get closer because there are those like moments where you're like really stressed and then you're really like stoked and like there's all these up and down emotions so that definitely probably like brings yeah. you guys together it's more. so weird because I feel like like in the workplace like people see the best and worst versions of yourself without you even like intentionally trying to like be your worst version of yourself. Like, I, yeah, it's weird. I feel like in college when you're like around people, you can kind of hide it. Like if you're insecure, but if you like in the workplace, it's like, they know, like everyone knows kind of thing. So it's like, I don't know. And I feel like as you get older, it's kind of like learning how to not be insecure and like learning how to like just be yourself and like do the best you can. That's all you can do is like do the best you can, you know? And just like show up every day like as your Yeah, and self. if they don't like it, that's their problem. Like if they don't like you for you trying to be the best you can, that is their prerogative. prerogative. Yeah, that's the right word. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I guess that that's like been like one of my biggest lessons because not everyone's gonna like you, but it's not always your fault. So there's nothing you could really do about that besides be yourself. Like, what do you think the music industry is going to look like with everything that's happened in the past year, and um, yeah, with like everything? Oh, I love this question. So cool. I, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh man, I think there. Okay, I'm just gonna start from the beginning. I think COVID 
really, it pushed the music industry back a lot, but I really do think it's going to come back way stronger than it's ever been, especially in like the festival scene and touring and like live events in general. I think right now artists are going through a really weird phase where they don't really know what to create because like they're not inspired by anything by sitting in their room all day doing absolutely nothing and not being able to like talk to people. So honestly, think about it. Like if you're an artist, think about it in their shoes. Like how the hell would you get inspired? Like it's so hard, you know, it's like, what? I don't know. Like that's, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, I mean, I guess like it could be different for everyone, but I think like once things do start opening up again, like, it's going to open a whole new like realm of creativity and a lot of the artists like cancel culture is a huge thing right now. And I feel like a lot of the artists that don't deserve to be in the music industry aren't going to be there when like we go back to normal. I feel like if this is almost like a good and bad thing for music, like it's going to filter out all the people who like, honestly, didn't really work hard to be there. They got really lucky and like, sorry to them I don't know that's kind of a really shitty thing to say but like I think it'll open doors for the people who really want to be there and really want to put their all into it and like the energy at festivals is going to be so crazy because like in a good way because all these DJs and all these artists and like they haven't performed in so long like it's almost going to be like jittery butterflies all over again it's not going to be second nature to them anymore they're going to have to reteach themselves like how to perform, you know? And I think like, it's just gonna be like a first time kind of experience. Like it's gonna be so different after this and, but not necessarily in a bad way. You know, I think it's like, it's gonna be like a new, open a new wave for people to like make their dreams come true and like show everyone what they're passionate about. You know, I, I mean, I kind of like, an artist in particular who I like always think about when I talk about this is like Porter Robinson, like Porter Robinson has like, he's tried so many things in a good way. I mean, I love his music, but he's about to like drop his new album soon. And that's like, it's so different from anything he's ever made. And I think when he's able to perform that, it's going to all piece together. Like why, he like did so many different like types of sounds, you know? And I think like a lot of these artists, like, I don't know, like SJ Lewis just literally dropped his album today and it's so good. And it's like, I literally think when he gets to perform it, it's gonna be so crazy. Like, I feel like a lot of people, it's kind of hard to like hear an album drop and not really be able to see like the production behind it, but once we are able to do that, everyone is going to be like so stoked. It's going to be so cool. And I think like, I don't know. I think festivals are just going to like peak, you know? And yeah. Like have like a whole like different energy yeah. that's like full of gratitude. Yeah, Like I feel like it's going to be the new like realm of like Coachella and like a new, like, I don't know. I just feel like, like, okay, if you are going to come back from like COVID, like this whole thing that we're going through, because this is a long time. This is like over a year now almost without a festival or any live event. And I feel like it, 
if you really loved it, you're going to go back when it's, when this is done. Like if you really loved it and if it wasn't just a phase, like you're going to go back and like want to do it again, you know? So it's like, um, sorry, I have to put my phone on. Do not disturb. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> Might be, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I think that it's, if you really loved it, you're going to go back and it's not going to be like filled with all these like randoms that like don't even know anything about the culture. I just, I really think it's just going to be authentic people who love music and are there for the right reason. Yeah. Like it would be like a, a reawakening of yeah. like what it means to like attend a music festival. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know if you ever went to like, um, like a rave, like way, way back in the day. Like, I guess like when, okay. Like when I first started going to raves, it was like 2013, 2014. And I just, I don't know. I just remember like being there and everyone was so nice. And like the energy there, like was insane. Like I always tell my boyfriend Austria, cause he used to go with me. Cause we were like really good friends at that time. And he was like a photographer for like certain artists and stuff during that time. And like, I, I remember like at one of my first festivals, I looked at him and I said, I literally feel like there's electricity in the air. Like I, it was crazy. Like I was like, I feel like everyone's energies are just here and present. And like, they're not thinking about taking pictures. They're not about like, all these like Instagram things. Like they're thinking about the music. Like they're thinking about how they feel. Like they're thinking about the people around them in that moment. And I just, I really feel like that's what's gonna happen again. Like, I feel like people are just gonna live in the moment more and appreciate and like, I feel like people aren't gonna care about social media as much, you know? Like you don't have to post everything you do. No one cares, like at all. So I don't know. I think people are going to learn. I feel like COVID is kind of like a blessing in disguise to learn how to be more present in like things that bring us entertainment. Definitely. No. I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm like, I, I literally, I'm like, can I buy like my Coachella tickets for the next know, 10 years? No, like, I, you know, whenever that start date is 2022, maybe oh, like, no, it's so crazy. I still have my EDC ticket and I'm just like, I'm just going to keep it because it's like, it's gonna be so hard to get festival tickets after this so no but um yeah I feel like no one really expected this to happen at all and for it to happen like for this long. yeah I, I really think this caught a lot of people off guard like a lot of people and I don't know it's really hard to stay inspired like during this time but like you just have to and the best is yet to come 